I mean, the fear that you're going to clone 50,000 Hitlers uh, is, you know, this is unrealistic. This is Frankenstein stuff. This is not an elaborate, sophisticated technique. It means that any decent college or graduate school student could potentially clone a human being. There is no compelling medical need to clone humans. The bulk of society is against it. And all of the responsible scientists and physicians that I know who are in the field are firmly against it. Hello and welcome to A Daily Debate, where we discuss controversial topics in science. I'm your host, Ethar, and I hope our podcast opens your eyes and shows you both sides to the story. For today's episode, To Clone or Not to Clone, I'm here with Alla, a science research student at the University of Waterloo. We will be focusing on issues in science, particularly cloning, where it started, how it works, and where it's leaning towards. Hi, Alla. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks for having me. Oftentimes, when people hear the word cloning, they might think of something you'd hear in sci-fi movies. You know, The Matrix or Jurassic World. We're clones. We're someone's experiment and they're killing us off. Can you explain what it means to clone and how it works? Essentially, a clone is an exact copy of something, similar to sending an email to someone and making a copy for yourself. In reproductive cloning, a mature somatic cell, such as a skin cell, is taken from an animal that will be copied, then the DNA of the donor animal somatic cell is transferred into an empty egg cell, and the DNA from the animal is infused into that empty egg to produce the cloned animal's early form. Who even invented cloning, or where did this idea first begin? The first study of cloning was back in the late 1800s, when a German scientist researched reproduction, And in the 1900s, according to the Genetic Science Learning Center, he successfully created twin salamanders by splitting an embryo into two. And then later in the 1900s, Dolly the sheep brought so much attention to the media as the first mammal to be cloned from an animal cell. And she drove so many scientists today to have the ability to modify the function of cells. What is the purpose of cloning? The initial reason for cloning began to help further research Um, and study medicine for the treatment or possible cures of diseases by using an individual's own cells. That way, the body would not reject the cells. Um, Cloning was also going to repair the brain, heal wounds, and renew organs of organ-failing patients. Um, To make sure that this was safely done, the cloning techniques would be um, perfected in mammals and then be suitable for human trials. The idea of cloning captivates and terrifies because we are seeing the fiction become a reality. Now, where are scientists cloning today outside of medicine? Because we all can agree that cloning for scientific purposes is beneficial. Science is always advancing. As a science researcher, sometimes I think it's advancing faster than it should. Um, nowadays, scientists and researchers have new ideas that cloning um, could be used to save um, and bring back endangered or extinct animals. Yes, I've heard some scientists believe bringing back extinct animals like the mammoth could help reverse climate change. As a podcaster, do you think you can make any sense out of that? 
The last time I studied science was in high school, and I think it's safe to say that you don't need to have any background in science to know that it does not make any sense. I mean, everyone's entitled to their own opinion, but we can all agree that climate change is an ongoing issue caused by human activities. So how can bringing back not only an extinct, but prehistoric animal help solve this issue? Resurrecting these animals would make it harder for them to adapt to a, a different climate they've never lived in before, and it will impact the life that's already on Earth. Like, how will other animals behave when they encounter an extinct animal? And what about the rest of the world? What do you mean by cloning outside of medicine? We're cloning pets, animals, designer babies, and human-animal hybrids. I mean, no one is thinking about what cloning means for society if this new technology becomes so available. If we reach the point where we clone humans, there may, there, they may not be considered humans by other people and may be treated differently. It feels like they gave up on humanity, and instead of fixing the problem, they decided to rely on animals that haven't been around for centuries. Since our focus for today is issues in science, I guess what I'm trying to say is, do you think cloning is an issue in science? Cloning itself isn't an issue in science, and we already know that medical technology will always have some degree of risk. Um, we're willing to take these risks only for medical research. The problem is that researchers think it could be used outside of the research of medicine. I can see how it'll dehumanize people and set a new standard for society that encourages the idea that people can be designed. There will be a lack of diversity if we keep cloning humans because everyone will have similar beauty standards, you know, small nose, snatched waist, bigger hips, and the list goes on and on. Not only that, but animals are mistreated and used only for experimental purposes. Many of them have been born with defects and have been killed because of that. Also, research has shown that 95% of the time, animal cloning fails. So, at this point, are we really cloning for the right reasons? Or are we cloning to satisfy our wants? It'll be so common to hear, my dog died, let me just clone another. Or, my nose is huge, let me edit my kid's genes so their nose is perfect. I've always wanted green eyes, I'll have to edit my child's genes so they have exotic eyes. Earlier on today, we asked you guys to share your views on cloning. We have a few viewers who called in to pick a side. Let's tune in. I do not agree with cloning because many hosts have died or have been put through a lot of psychological trauma when these experiments were performed on animals. So if these, were, if these experiments were to be performed on humans or even any other animals, I think this would be very unethical and wrong. I agree with cloning. It can help with a lot of things, but it also has a lot of effects to it. I think cloning food is a good thing because if there's places that don't have much food or their resources are running short, you could clone food and give it to the people who are not getting as much food as they should. Thank you to Mana, Carly, and Madey for tuning in. I noticed that Madey and Carly didn't know much about cloning, but Tamana had more backup as to why she didn't agree. Yes, while studying science, I've noticed that the thing about cloning is that a lot of people who agree are often less educated or brainwashed about it. It's those who disagree with cloning that dig deeper into the idea of cloning 
and build their opinions based off religious, societal, and personal beliefs. I 100% agree with Tamana. She even mentioned some of the, some of the points we t- spoke about earlier. I understand why people agree with cloning. Don't get me wrong, there definitely are benefits to cloning that could possibly save millions of lives. But are all the negative things worth it? Definitely not. After having diabetes for almost five, six years now, learning that cloning could possibly renew the pancreas for people like me was great news. But I've come to the conclusion that cloning outside of medicine has outweighed the benefits of cloning itself. After speaking with you, I say no to cloning. And for the viewers, I hope you formed a new perspective on today's topic, to clone or not to clone. I'm Ethan Mohammed. See you next time on The Daily Debate.